you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Well, I just got back from visiting the famous Zach Baggins Haunted Museum here in Las Vegas, and I felt compelled to do an episode on this. This episode might be a little bit darker than my usual, but not the darkest I will ever make. (laughs) I just wanted to give you guys a heads up, for those of you that need it, anyway. When I first moved back out here, and I saw the billboards and the city buses advertising the attraction, it immediately caught my interest. The only thing was, I didn't know anybody, so I didn't have anybody to go with. And when I did start meeting people, I would ask them if they've ever been, and almost immediately, they would say, oh no, 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 and either turn around or change the conversation. Until finally, I don't remember how the topic came up, but I asked my niece, and she said she would go with me. So we wasted no time, planned the date, and bought the tickets. As soon as we got there, I realized it was a much bigger house than I imagined. I saw gargoyles guarding the property, which I really liked, and a colorful, larger-than-me statue of an old hag. We waited outside for about 20 minutes or so, because the tour groups were about 10 to 12 people at a time. When the tour finally began, the first room we were led to was filled with scary-looking life-size clowns, and what seemed to be more of like horror movie props. There was so much to take in, but one of those items immediately caught my attention. It was these two gold wine cups. As the tour guide started to talk, he then pointed over to the item I was looking at and said that those gold wine cups were actually Anton LaVey's chalices that he would use to do his rituals with. For those of you who don't know who Anton LaVey is, he was an occultist and founder of the Church of Satan and the religion of Satanism, and he also wrote the Satanic Bible, as well as several other books. Maybe those chalices caught my attention because they were gold in color and they seemed pretty. Or maybe the energy in them is what was drawing me in. In that same room, they had a little secret closet filled with creepy dolls of all kinds that when you stepped in, definitely gave you eerie vibes. One of the rooms that felt a little colder than the rest was the one with the two real skeletons in open coffins. It could have been the AC, but I felt a temperature drop. These two skeletons were used in the organization of Oddfellow's initiation ceremonies. The new initiates would have to stare into the face of mortality to gauge into their own death. Did I stare into the face of mortality? Of course I did. (laughs) In all seriousness, though, I did try to, in that moment, be present and be grateful of my own life and health. 
and realize and accept that one day I too will be in that state. This next part was where my courage was first tested. In that same room, towards the back end, was a small door. I would say a little less than half a door in height, where because we got the RIP package, we had the privilege to crawl into this completely dark tunnel where the tour guide said he would meet us on the other side. If I remember correctly, doing this was supposed to represent staring into the face of death and maybe something about a rebirth. But to be honest, once we were told we could go in there, my adrenaline started to kick in, and I stopped listening. I stopped listening to redirect my focus into this dark tunnel. I wondered how long the tunnel was, and if I would encounter anything else in there. I assumed my chances were pretty high, seeing how there were so many haunted items in this large house, including the house itself. But I thought, I'm already here, and this isn't an everyday opportunity. What the heck, let's just do it. And I just went for it. In the middle of the tunnel, it was completely dark, and I mean completely dark to the point where I couldn't even see my own hands. But it was so quiet and so peaceful that I thought, how cool would it be if I could just get 10 minutes in here and meditate? I ended up loving it. Another room that left an impression on me was Dr. Jack Kevorkian's white van room. This is because as soon as we stepped in, both my niece and I felt a little dizzy and lightheaded. Dr. Kevorkian, also known as Dr. Death, was a doctor who supported a terminal patient's right to die by physician-assisted suicide. It is said that he assisted at least 130 patients and was later convicted of murder in 1999. The white van in the room was the actual van that the doctor would conduct his procedures in. If that van has the energy of 130 people who passed away on it, it's no wonder we felt lightheaded. The next room that we moved on to, I didn't feel lightheaded. I actually felt a little sad. This room had two dolls in it. One was Lily, and she is said to be the haunted doll from Salem, Oregon. An antique stealer found her and placed her in a shop because he began to have nightmares. The nightmares were of a little girl who had been in a very bad accident. The details were too disturbing to tell. But one day, a little girl and her parents walked into his shop, and the little girl started talking to the stall and spent three hours, and obviously it caught the attention of everyone. When the little girl was done, she told everyone that Lily was subjected to extreme violence. This doll is said to be from Germany and is said to have real human hair. And just looking at her made me feel so sad and so sorry for her. The next place where my courage was tested again was the basement. 
This was another RIP special privilege we got. We had to go on our own without the tour guide. Down the stairs, walked what seemed a long and poor lit brickstone hallway and into an area where dark satanic rituals were known to be performed. I descended into the darkness, made it all the way downstairs, took about 10 steps, turned the corner, and I saw the long, dark brickstone hallway, and I hesitated. I didn't want to be the first one, so another guy in our tour was nice enough to take the lead, and I followed. To be honest, I didn't really sense anything there, but it was just impressive to know what actually took place there and be present. There were so many things we saw and that we got to experience, like the Dybbuk box, the devil's rocking chair, a chair that witnessed an exorcism and Lorraine Warren saw a really dark entity, or the beast, as she said sitting on it. And they played the actual recording of that exorcism. And Peggy, the haunted doll, everyone was given the option to not go in there and see her. But if you were one of the brave ones, as soon as you entered, out of respect, you were supposed to greet her by name. And we were told not to look her in the eyes, as they believed That's where all the source of her power comes through. And as you're exiting the room, we were told to tell her goodbye by name so that she wouldn't follow us. In that room, they also had a live spirit box just in case she wanted to say anything to us, which I thought was pretty cool. Overall, I enjoyed my time in the museum, but again, There's so much to see, and so much information that was being given, that it seemed a little bit overwhelming. I honestly wouldn't mind going again. It would be kind of like rereading a book, or rewatching a movie. You can pick up on other things that you missed the first time. Well guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or follow us on social media on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or if you have any feedback, or if there's simply anything that you just feel like sharing, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.